coming up. I was like, you know, I can handle that. I get why he's doing it. Dada, which is a total like victim <laughs> mentality right there. Like, not just like, I don't deserve that piece out. Like, you're just like, yeah, I can handle it. This is why. Whenever you try getting into a person's head, when you're dating especially, like, that's that's not the move. Just focus on how they're treating you. Don't, 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 don't try to psychoanalyze the person and then so that you can talk yourself into putting up with a uh, behavior that's inappropriate. Like, you know, just, just focus. I mean, it's great that you want to be sympathetic or empathetic and understand that, you know, people's behavior comes from a, you know, comes from a certain place or whatever, but that's when you encourage them to get help <laughs> so they know how to act. Hello, sexy people. Welcome to the Karen Feeding of Tasha Caulfield, a weekly podcast, or sometimes bi-weekly, because I don't need that type of pressure in my life podcast, where I, Tasha Caulfield, writer, comedian, and recovering pretty mess, get way too personal when discussing all the ways we can work at being less of a hot mess. So if you are interested in growing with someone who also prioritizes living her best life, join me in this open dialogue approach to exploring all the hard, beautiful, thought-provoking, funny, and everything in between moments in life, because here we keep it TC. All right, let's dive into this week's episode, shall we? All right, episode five, how to help a friend in an abusive relationship. That is the question of this week's episode. And by the way, I will be using the uh, word my friend in place of my friend's actual name and the pronoun they, um, just so that I'm protecting uh, their privacy a little better, as best as I can. Um, So yeah, this is something that I'm dealing with currently and in the process of getting the answers to myself. Um, I grew up in an abusive household, as some of you might know, Um, so I'm no stranger to this and I take it very seriously. My mom, she was with nothing but abusive men for um, most of my childhood. And, um, well, well, I probably should say most of her life. I'm the youngest, so she kind of got it together by, as far as physical abuse goes by the time I hit adolescence and stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, but that was her thing. My, my pappy. My sister's pappy, <laughs> my brother's pappy. The men before every, every you know, everybody was uh, was uh, uh, shooting their shot. I get not in a not in a fun, cute way. Um, that was yeah, that that was her thing. My sister's dad, his his biggest legacy, I guess, was you know pushing her down the steps, kicking her down when she was pregnant. Um, but my dad took the cake. He was he was the biggest, baddest wolf of them all. Um, I remember growing up, him having her locked in a closet, guarding it with a knife. I remember just seeing his explosive temper, all that would do when I was younger. You know, I really was pretty sure, you know, he was he was he was gonna take her out and like like my little famous phrase and growing up was that I came home one day, saw him sharpening his knives. He was a chef and asked him, like, are you gonna kill mommy with those knives? Or whatever like it, it was you know there was a lot of that going on in the house um and she finally left him when she caught my brother's story goes uh planning on killing him like that was kind of her like okay he you know my dad 
very religious, very um, conservative, proper, um, neat, quiet guy. But, you know, he, he was in and out of jail for, for that abusiveness. So I'm pretty familiar with it. My mom started a domestic violence organization later. Um, and so I know that it could be a phase that some women go through and her getting out of it. Number one, I do want to say this for anyone going through this and who has kids around, um, her, her stopping it changed everything, changed absolutely everything. I may have ended up in abusive relationships if I had not had that model, that example of you don't have to put up with this. So that, you know, no matter how long it goes on, no matter how long, you know, how much your kids have seen, like, it's not like walking away is the most powerful thing you can do. Um, but unfortunately, not everybody makes it out alive. Um, and so this is, this is why I'm, you know, this, I want to discuss this, um, because it's, you know, it's quite tragic when that happens. I tackled it once before with a friend, the situation. I went, uh, back to, Los Angeles where I'm from and, you know, hung out with a, my girlfriend from high school who we had lost touch during college. Cause she was, uh, well, I guess I, well, she, oh, so I could say her pronoun. <laughs> uh, we had lost touch through, through college. Um, you know, she was with a controlling boyfriend. So that was kind of, um, why we weren't really able to be friends anymore. And then it kind of turned out when we, you know, when she, finally was able to break free from that. I guess she ended up with another one, an even worse one, but she was able to rekindle a relationship with me, reach out so that when I was back in LA, I was able to link up with her. And she's talking, you know, kind of about her boyfriend. And th at this point we're driving home to her place and she's, uh, cause we were, we went out, you know, to dinner and stuff. And she's kind of like mentioning stuff that's kind of suggesting that he's doing things to her like really inappropriate stuff like but you know like you know and abuse people they kind of you know skate around it <laughs> so you got to kind of you know figure out like read between the lines like what's going on and it turned out that he was um you know forcing sexual situations and you know I don't know if you can use the r word on these platforms but you know that and just all that. And I was just like, what? What? Like, okay. Like, no way. No way. So I'm like, no, nah, this is, this ends, this ends now. This, this stops now. So we, we get to her place. I have my, it might've been my fiance at the time. Um, I have our boyfriend. I can't, remember. I don't, yeah, he, maybe he was my husband. I don't know, but I have him on the phone and I'm like, okay, we're walking in right now. If anything happens, you know, this is the address. Call the cops. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, get your stuff. We're leaving. And she's just like, no, I don't like that. Like, you know, I don't want to do that. And I'm just like, I'm like, come on, like pack. You're not staying here. And she's still giving me a hard time. And then I'm like, fortunately, oh, I can take my, my finger away from my ear, like oh, on my phone, <laughs> but I'm on the phone the whole time. Um, but fortunately, even though the guy had had her parents kind of fooled into, you know, thinking he will technically both of them were because, you know, it takes two usually to kind of keep that charade up that he's not really like this guy doing all this stuff. Um, like 
I, since I grew up with her and the parents knew me and I was around, you know, like, I'm like, my opinion or what I had to say would trump whatever he was about. So I told her, I'm like, if I leave here, I'm going straight to your parents' house. And so that kind of was the thing that made her start packing or whatever. Now, this pissed off the guy, naturally, obviously. He's kind of keeping a lot of stuff to himself. That he, you know, he pulls her aside. They have some words. She in trouble. <laughs> she in trouble. But he, um, but I'm there. Parents are going to know. And, and, you know, abuser, like, you know, people who abuse people, they kind of, it needs to be done usually under secrecy. Like, you know, they, they, you know, people, they thrive on don't tell any, like, don't tell anybody, keep it private, whatever. And so that to him was like a ultimate act of betrayal. And even though she wanted to go back into the relationship after my butt was gone <laughs> and no longer a threat, he wouldn't take her back because at least for that time period, to where she needed to kind of get her head back on and realize like, oh, it's a good thing he didn't take me back. Like he, he, he was having none of it. Um, so fortunately she got out of that situation. Um, and you know, I've learned today though, that I actually got pretty lucky in that situation, that that's how they, you know, how that went down. Um, th right now with my current friend, I'm dealing with a whole new beast. My current friend, um, this relationship has put them in, in such a dark place that the parents do already know and the parents have already started getting my friend um, professional help um, in every form of it. Um, so they're, they're already, you know, all the stuff that you want to go, oh, you know, see, you should get help or, you know, try to get, you know, the family and everything to support. Like, that's all taken care of. And my friend is still entertaining this person who's abusive and has put them in the lowest, you know, suicidal point, all that kind of stuff. So I am very, very concerned. They have broken up. That's the good news. However, you know, they're still doing that dance. And um, I'm not completely sure if this is true, but I have heard that post breakup abuse is the worst form of it. You know, when a person says no or whatever, like, you know, so it's, 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 it's bad. It's really, really bad. I started, um, you know, consulting with professionals on what to do in this situation, but I want to talk to my friend more and we're going to go on a trip, uh, together soon. So I'm going to be able to discuss this more with my friend, ask this friend, um, what type of help they would like from me number one, or and just in general, like at this time, at this period to get the through this and also get feedback on what they would do if I were in their situation. Not to be like, um, you know, like <laughs> manipulative, but I'm actually curious because when we did start talking about this stuff, you know, I expressed to my friend like, wow, like I was, I got, to, I almost got into something kind of similar and, um, you know, and this is why you can't be like, oh, I would never, you know, I would never like in strong women, strong men, whatever, like people like the relationship dynamics are totally different. And I started dating this guy and he kind of started picking at me like a little bit, like trying to say stuff that would, you know, like 
like kind of make me think I'm not as fly as I am. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I could handle it. You know, he's just really kind of enamored with me because he would say stuff that lets, that gave him away. Like, oh, my God, you know, like you're the, you know, I don't want to toot my own horn here. But he would say really, really complimentary stuff, which is how they get you to value their opinion, too. Like a person just comes into your life and just starts crapping on you. You're just, you know, you're gonna be like, nah, I'm good. But if they lift you up, then, you know, and you kind of feel like, and that has an effect on you, then when they say something bad, that can, you know, that can, it has some value, has some weight to it. So he was kind of playing that game. And, but I knew that he was concerned about me dating other people or, and all that kind of stuff. So it was, it was, there were like these little things he would say to tear me down. And since I really, you know, um, knew that he liked me a lot and I kind of, you know, was into him in a certain way. I was like, you know, I can handle that. I get why he's doing it, da da, which is a total like victim <laughs> mentality right there. Like, not just like, I don't deserve that piece out. Like, you're like, I, I can handle it. This is why. Whenever you try getting into a person's head when you're dating, especially, like, that's that's not the move. Like, Number one, it's invasive, and you know, just focus on how they're treating you. Don't, 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 don't try to psychoanalyze the person, and then so that you can talk yourself into putting up with uh, behavior that's inappropriate. Like, you know, just, just focus. I mean, it's great that you want to be sympathetic or empathetic and understand that you know people's behavior comes from a you know comes from a certain place or whatever. But that's when you encourage them to get help <laughs> so they know how to act. Like, that's not where you go, okay, I'm subject. So, so, you know, at first I was like, oh, I could deal with this. But then when I kind of would pass a mirror and um, and be like, maybe, is he right? Like, is he the only one telling me this? And I, and it started getting into my head. I was like, okay, no, I'm not, I'm not strong enough. I'm not special. I'm like any other person on this planet that could, you know, be manipulated and brought down by another person. If I let them get too close, as Jim Rohn says, every day stand guard at your mind. Okay. It's important what you surround yourself with the influences and stuff like that. So I kind of want to know from my friend, because my friend is very smart, very um, insightful, like like also like what they would do, just so that we can also kind of brainstorm how to handle this situation. Because the one thing that I, I am fortunate in this situation is, is I do, I do have a lot of um, trust and faith in my friend that they will, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I don't know. I'm really scared. <laughs> okay. So that's, so part two, hopefully I'll have more answers for you guys. Well, I, I you know, I'm, I've already started work, so I know I'll have some at least, but hopefully I'll be able to um, give you more insight into how this specific situation, how you deal with it when a person, either they're not getting the help that they need or they are getting it and they're still entertaining um, something that's not good for them because it's important that we learn how to take care of each other on this planet. Okay, so if you have any suggestions also, please feel free to let me know because as I said before and I'll say it again, we're all in this together. Take care.
All right, that wraps up this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, subscribe, rate and review, and join me next week so that we can continue exploring the beautiful messiness of life together. And until that time, sexy people, remember to approach each day with gratitude. Show up, show out, and above all else, keep it TC.